every time I come in the kitchen. You in the kitchen. Damn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast. It's your boy, Keem. And Chuck, what up? And we host the Morning Dinner Podcast, which is a podcast based out of Las Vegas where we sit down and have conversations with entrepreneurs, creators, and hustlers. In today's special episode, we got Tony Lee in the house. What's what good? Up? What's good, Tony? How are we doing, guys? Uh, Full-time Tony. Real quick, can you just let the people just be, you know, jump into it? Let the people know who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Full-time Tony, Anthony Lee. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a marketing consultant, creative consultant in the cannabis industry. I own a couple companies. I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, just, you know, all around entrepreneur, essentially, but more heavy in the marketing. Nice, so, nice. That can, that cannabis industry. And the cannabis cannabis. industry. Cannabis. <laughs> Can, cannabis. Is that what Can, I said? <laughs> he said cannabis. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what was it that made you go towards, like, geared towards the cannabis industry? Uh, so, um, this is kind of a long story, but, so I started this company called Reno as Fuck, and Reno's Fuck, at the time, got very popular. Um, it was, like, probably my second year of it, and it was really popular in Reno, and a friend of mine named Cole Marcus, um, who was my fraternity brother and a close friend of mine who had been in the cannabis industry in different states had reached out to me about starting a, uh, um, a cannabis convention. And so, and this is the April of my senior year of college. So he hits me up and says, Hey man, you know, I know you like cannabis. I know you'd be interested in doing this. Would you be down to help me build this thing called the Reno cannabis convention? And I was like 120% put me on the team. And that's kind of how it started. And so it was a big whirlwind of learning. And so it, it, Starting something from scratch is honestly the best way to do anything. I mean, as you guys know, right? Yeah. Like, cause you just get to fail a ton. <laughs> yeah. you, just, you just takes t- tons of L's so that you can make bigger W's in the, at the end. So, exactly. so that's kind of how I, I got into it. And then um, the cannabis convention went really, really well. And so from there, a lot of people were like, how did you do this? How did you, you know, build the marketing? How'd you get the, you know, the news coverage? Mm-hmm. And so I got a lot of marketing consulting opportunities from that. And, and, so, you, and you do creative marketing, right? Yeah. So I do like design, you know, I do help with social media, but I kind of like to do like brand strategy, essentially like brand perception. Um, and I'm, I, I like to focus too on like sales driven marketing too. Like I don't, I, I like, it's really tough in marketing to really figure out true ROI. Like, Oh, you got a hundred new Facebook likes, but that doesn't always translate into sales numbers. Yeah. Um, so I like to figure out ways that you can do creative marketing and it turns into sales numbers. So, mm. so yeah. So Super yeah. What, what, what have you found to be the most effective technique in the, in the world of 2019 where everything's on Facebook, Instagram yeah. and YouTube? What have you found like the most, um, the thing that works the most, like for people when they're scrolling on their phones? Um, I think the biggest thing is honestly just being educate, like educational, like just telling people like what the facts, right? Yeah. Um, so a perfect example is Harmonious CBD. So um, right after the cannabis convention, um, I know you guys have had on the some Brandon. Yeah. And shout out Brandon. So, yeah. Shout out to Brandon. And um, he reached out to me and said, Hey man, you know, I would love your help. You know, let's figure out some stuff. And so with him, it was really huge on him doing educational posts and videos and doing educational classes. And that's, you know, that right there alone has been a huge thing in cannabis and anything right it's just education because people want to learn and they, they're looking to you know technology social media to learn things <clears throat> a lot of people you know use facebook as like a news outlet right mm-hmm. and which is crazy to me like how the hell are you gonna use facebook as a news outlet a lot yeah. of this stuff is fake but that's what people do they go on there to learn stuff right damn that's trippy yeah and going back uh i just want to how'd you get the name reno as far so why oh gotta sip that Sorry. water real quick <laughs> so the story has it um so my so me and another guy named Tyson Schroeder, um, who we met. I, so when I first came, I live, I'm born and raised in Vegas. 
I moved to um, Reno when I was 18 to go to uh, college, and I got my first job at this brand new company called BreakFrog. I was the first employee. Me and him were the first two employees, um, and he became the manager, and then I was like the first like employee. And so uh, me and him clicked right off the bat, and so <coughs> we uh, we have always talked about starting a business. And then one day after a long day of bullshit, he's like, "Bro, just come over to my house. Let's hang out and just talk, drink beers, whatever." So we're in his backyard, and I know you guys aren't from Reno, but there's a street in Reno called College, and it's right by the university, and it's this long, windy road. And it's January and it's about five o'clock. So the sun's just about setting, but the, it's still light outside and it had snowed a couple of days before. So there's like snow on, on the side of the streets and it's cold. And so we're sitting in this backyard, just drinking a beer, bullshitting. And then in the distance, we hear like this rumbling noise on the, on the asphalt. And we look up and in the distance we see like, it looks like a girl and she's shredding hard on this longboard. And as she gets closer, we see her and she's wearing a tank top, short shorts, tattooed head to toe cigarette in mouth <laughs> gauges sunglasses beats and a backpack just ripping down this hill and as she passes us he turns to me and says that's reno as fuck and then that's how the company started oh damn that's kind of tight yeah and so <laughs> it's like a commercial right there yeah and so that's kind of you know that's kind of how it started and then uh, it took probably like three to four months of us like doing the back end stuff like the the website building the logo kind of mm -hmm. getting everything operational before we got it started and yeah, and that's kind of, you know, that's the origin of the story. And going a little forward with the uh, Reno as fuck, what do you guys do for the community and do for just in general? Yeah, like, so Reno as fuck, it started off as a sticker company. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what we, that's how we like. So the, the idea behind it, um, so at the time I was uh, 18 when I started the company and a lot of people around me were getting internships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was super whack to go work for someone for free. And I was like, bro, if I'm going to work for anyone for free, it's going to be me. Yeah. I'm not going to work for anybody else for, <laughs> for free. Entrepreneur right there. Yeah. And so, um, so it was that, it was that idea. And then the other idea of two was we wanted to figure out a way that we can exemplify how we were at marketing by not being able to pay for advertising. So the word fuck en enables us, not, not enables us, disables us not to buy any Facebook advertisement, Instagram advertisement, Google AdWords, billboard, print anything because right. it's almost, it's impossible because no one will put fuck on anything. Yeah. Right. And so the idea was to do a huge guerrilla marketing campaign with these stickers. And so at first it was kind of not a gag. I shouldn't say it was a gag, but it wasn't as serious as it is today. And then um, as we started putting it out more, we realized how important it was to the community and how uh, how Reno as fuck, you know, was a true identity of Reno. Yeah, definitely. And then that led into, you know, just doing like t-shirts and hats and more websites and events and concerts. And then eventually led into us doing a, a collaboration deal with a brewery called Revision Brewery, which now we have a beer as well. Yeah, it's, Ooh, nice. it's called Reno as fuck. fuck yeah. It's so tight. Damn, I was I like, I yeah, when I seen it, I was like, <laughs> I know, I, I wish I flew here, but if I didn't fly, flew, I would, if I didn't fly here, I would have brought you guys some beers. Yeah. I it's, a, it's a double, it's a New England double uh, hazy IPA. I have tried uh, Revision when I went out there. Yeah, it's really it's, good. Yeah, they're, they're really super, good. super like, good damn. brewery. Wait, so I'll because I've, I've never been in Reno before. Like I've been in Vegas. I've never mm -hmm. been north of Vegas, bro. To be honest, I think I went to Ely, Ely. one time. <laughs> Ely or Eli? Is it Ely? Ely. It's Ely. Ely. Okay, it's not yeah. Eli. Okay, so I went out there one time, but yeah. that's as far as I went. Ely's uh, pretty, pretty north. 
yeah, yeah. no dude it, it was it was it, it was, yeah. it was crazy i was like 18 years old the only reason we went is because we went to go visit that brothel <laughs> so i went it was me my best friend and then two two other homies right we drove my toyota corolla bro's a crazy story behind it man <laughs> but you gotta uh, let them know you didn't use the brothel you no, no, no 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 we didn't use no, no. Just go check so it out. We, we just wanted to check it out bro so we left at like 10 o'clock at night we're driving in this little corolla bro we're like you know gas tank is full halfway there bro the the, the gas starts running out i won't say halfway but three quarters of the way there so we're dry so and, and then we started panicking because like like dude we're in the middle of nowhere it's snowing everywhere there's Sketch. no stop it's just straight up like desert yeah. you know on either side we all have different uh, uh cell phone carriers so i have i have i think i had sprint my best friend had at&t the other guy had verizon the other guy had t-mobile right none of our phones has damn phone. And we're and we and we stopped at this little like this little uh uh it's like a not a barn house but like a a, a bar it was a little like old school bar right like yeah. a stable bar with the doors that swish wide open yep. like from the old saloon. school movies yeah. a saloon, <laughs> yeah. saloon yeah and uh and we're like yo guys like we're running out of gas we're like it was literally like that much left of gas bro and uh and they're like no we're close come back in the morning and they're just I don't know what what they were on, but uh, <laughs> aside from the point, we started driving back on the freeway, and and the, the little light turns on the car. They're like, you know, we're fucking out of gas, and uh, <laughs> so we we all started panicking because none of us have signal. We're running out of gas, and it's like ten degrees outside or five degrees outside because it's snowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so then we all started panicking, calling like we start calling nine one one. Like, what's going? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen, bro? <laughs> uh, and then we finally, after like, bro, we're we're driving for like an hour. On that, on that E, really? on the emergency, yeah, for yeah, an hour shit. on the Toyota Corolla. Shout out to Toyota for making that happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, Toyota's crazy. But so yeah, we finally crazy. get service, and one of us calls the calls the police. Like, oh, okay, we, you guys are a couple miles out. We'll come get you. No, no problem. We finally like we we keep driving, and we hit a gas station, and then we're we're like, oh yes, we're safe, right? There's a police car right there. Like, oh, we just got the call. We're gonna go out and save you guys. Oh. Damn. And then, and moral, and then crazy story. So it was like two in the morning already, bro. Two in the morning. We're like, oh yeah, we don't need to save anymore. We're good. We get to Ely. It's closed. Yeah. <laughs> the brothel was closed. I thought uh, it's not 24 hours. Fuck. I, I guess not. Not uh, Ely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess the not. Buddy Ranch it, shit, yeah. Buddy Ranch all day. Yeah. We just wanted to check it out. I was like 18 years old. We're going to Radio Shack for $9 an hour. It's like, let's have an experience, man. Let's have one of those stories we tell later. Yeah, tell your, tell your kids. <laughs> so the reason I tell you that story, I don't know why I did, but... Because you've never been north of... Uh, oh, yeah, so I've yeah. never been north yeah. of... Yeah, I've never been that that, that, that far up. Yeah. What's, what, what's it like out there in Reno? Is it like a big city like Vegas? Is it like not as big? Like, no. Well, the, you know, the best way to put it is that, you know, there's a... There's a um, there's no like strip essentially, right? Like right. it's like think of downtown Vegas, and think of if downtown Vegas never got the strip. Ooh. That's that's what it, without Fremont. There's no okay. free, there's no Fremont. Right. And then we have a Midtown, which is like it's Midtown and downtown are like like obviously like right next to each other. Um. So Midtown is like. You know that street? What street is that? Fremont. Yeah. Free, free, like the, the one with the cowboy. All the, or the, all the bars. Yeah, yeah. All the bars on it. That's yeah. essentially Midtown. And then the casinos in that area would be like downtown Reno. How so, many casinos are out there? Is it like a uh, lot of casinos? Or? Um, probably like 10. Okay. Not not too many. I mean, the you know, population is probably like half a million in the Reno Tahoe Sparks area. So it's not huge. But it's not small either compared but to Vegas. It, I think tech is coming into Reno. So Tons of tech. I mean, you have, you have Amazon, Google, Tesla. Ooh. I mean, yeah. And, you know, people are, Reno's one of the fastest growing cities in the world right now. Really? Yeah. And that's just because of how cheap it is comparative to Northern California. I mean, mm. you were only four hours from San Francisco. Wait, how cheap is it compared to Vegas? Oh, it's actually way more expensive. Way more expensive right now, actually. Uh, okay. And that's because, because of Silicon Valley. 
Okay. Because people from Silicon Valley are just moving in like nuts. And then everywhere in between is just getting bought Silicon up. Valley is in San, uh, San Francisco? Yeah. And okay. so we're about four hours from San Francisco. It's more like Palo Alto, Silicon Valley. But yeah, San Francisco area, Bay Area. That's crazy, man. And so, you know, Sac- Sacramento is only two hours away. So, you know, if you've ever been to Sacramento, it's kind of like a smaller version of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, so Reno is fuck is your creative marketing agency for in the cannabis industry no or is it just it really fuck is just a it's more of a it's a movement it's the best oh, way i okay, can describe gotcha. it so the idea is behind it it's the work hard play hard mentality and since and since you haven't been to reno it's kind of hard to explain to you but yeah. if you came to reno for a weekend i could show you what reno as fuck truly we'll is we'll have to make it happen yeah, yeah. we we'll have to make it happen sometime <laughs> it's so dope because i know chuck used to go out there like twice twice a month yeah, yeah. he used to go out there there it's crazy because you you would always tell me like hey man if you ever want to go just let me know yeah but it never worked out yeah we can no. make it happen. Yeah. I have a no. spare bedroom, so we can make it for oh. sure. Make it it's happen. It's beautiful up there, and even going to Tahoe is great. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, how far is in Reno from Tahoe? Uh, forty-five 30, minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes, forty-five minutes. Oh wow. Yeah, so super, super close. close. And then you're right by the capital too. And there's a, there, you know, the thing, the difference is like, um, there's a lot of outdoor stuff to do. Right there. The biggest issue for me is that there's not as much city life there. Uh, but I love Reno. You know what I'm saying? Like I think Reno's Reno's great. But what would a uh, city life mean? Like just more like just more like twenty four hour things? No, or? no, no. Twenty four hour things are there. It's just more like um there's no urban outfitters, for example. I know that's such a stupid, like a stupid thing, but like, yeah. like th- of that nature, like it's slowly developing, right? Like, I, like my favorite restaurant, and I go there every single time is Skinny Fats. I fucking love Skinny. Oh fats. yeah, we have hella Skinny. Yeah, I think we have, we have like six Skinny yeah, Fats. Yeah, well, on it, here, right? I think the corporate, the headquarters is based out of Vegas. I'm are all, they? Are yeah. they all around the country? No, or no, no, are they no, just they, in like just in Vegas, Nevada. Just in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they started, I think, I'm pretty sure they started in Vegas. They might have some in California just because yeah. it's LA, but I would love to have a Skinny Fats in Reno, right? Mm-hmm. Like yes. stuff like that. We just got a Chick-fil-A not too long ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I still haven't been there. One. Hey, my bad, real quick. There's like a fly. Yeah, it's bro. It's like bothering me. Yeah. I'm to oh, I see it. it. I see you it. You see it? Can you just... Where's it at? He's trying to pull a... I'm trying my hardest. Karate master yeah. right now. <laughs> Wax on, wax all on. Right. I, I, don't, I don't think you can see it in the camera. But. <laughs> nah, bro, you definitely won't be able to see it. I don't think <laughs> it's all good. You won't, well, or if, you if, will. If you're listening to the audio-only version of the podcast, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> There's a gnat just flying around, bothering. <laughs> bro, me. it's not even that big. It's like okay, it's okay, just, okay. Just It's like a micro gnat. My fucking eyes kept going to it, and I'm like, God damn it! Oh, oh, oh! I think you got it. Did Did you get it? I think I did. Okay. Oh yeah, you did. Wait, so, so we're back, back on track real quick. Uh, so you so so Reno as fuck is not the name of the creative marketing agency. No, and I don't. It's know, not. Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay. And, and so um, I just work as an independent consultant when it comes, oh, okay, when gotcha. it comes to that. Um, so yeah, no, Reno as fuck is a, like a brand movement. Um, uh, the idea behind it is that you know there's Reno is a one of a kind place with one of a kind people with one of a kind businesses, and we want to you know show that off. And you know it's like work hard play hard but there's that blue collar grit to it right, right like right. it's not the glitz and glamour of las vegas but it still has casinos just not the glitz and glamour casinos so so is it is it mostly like all like uh you said guerrilla marketing because you can't yeah. really put money yeah. behind it on yeah so i probably have given out now probably like close to 100,000 reno fuck stickers Whoa. wow yeah and i so i started it my my end of my freshman year of college and i've just been giving them out like crazy and yeah so it's, it's gonna be out yeah, of focus. yeah no, it's okay that's fine. People can kind of make people it. People can see your face. <laughs> yeah. So they people, can see real quick. People can, you know, people there can see. Yeah. So Reno's fuck. So yeah. And um, I started when I was at and when I was in college, which was a huge, like a huge point of the main reason why I blew up because I had so many kids around me mm-hmm. to give them out to. Right now and now I don't. I, don't, I mean, I've been graduated for almost two years now, 
and uh close to three and there's still kids that have on their water bottles and their laptops and people buy them off the website all the time so nice. yeah so it's cool it's uh as soon as i get my hydro flask i'm putting it on there yeah there we go <laughs> wait so so what direction do you want to move in with uh i you know so kind of like the beer right like i would love to start doing more collaboration licensing deals um you know the renal's fuck weed strain has been something that i have been, there's a weed strain for it's, it? it it's soon to come i've talked with so many different companies and it's just a matter of getting getting it approved by the state and yeah, yeah. and you know the thing is with revision is that they approached us to do the Reno's Fuck beer and so they just understood the brand and they understood what Reno's Fuck was yeah. so it made it really easy to do it with them um, some of these companies don't really get it they you know they're looking at dollar signs instead of like the brand the movement and if they right. understand the movement then you know that's how it turns into dollar signs yeah it's gonna it's gonna create more right. more buzz. Like buzz so so we actually had a conversation before the podcast started yeah we're talking about the office and how we're addicted to it and how yes. we look yes. so there, there's a quote from Ryan the temp okay. right? he said one time he said, "When you go into business, you actually don't think about the money. You think about the you think about the user experience. <laughs> How true is that?" I would say, I would say that's like twenty five percent true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Owning a business, money is ninety percent of it, right? Like right, you right. gotta have to be, you have to be sustainable. You gotta be able to pay for product. You gotta be able to pay for fucking stickers. Right. So money is a big part of it, but um, investing in your company is the most important, right? Yeah. Investing, taking the money that you make from the product, and putting it back into the use experience yeah. is important yeah ryan ryan from the <laughs> office yeah. is great i think he had some great ideas he just didn't know how to execute them hey, i was talking to my best friend about him because uh he's one of those characters man that i feel like had the most character development throughout the entire yes show. yes you know, he started as a temp became like one of the VPs. head honcho yeah. vps and then like had like a drug addiction problem and then <laughs> yeah. like moved back to being part of this crazy man he's That's all over funny. the place made the website the website that was his best idea was oh it, yeah was, went to jail for it got hired back at the company yeah because he was he was double recording sales yes. bro yeah because he would record sales for uh people that sold it and then on the website he would do it so it's just sales. to run chuck up the speed yeah. so uh you you don't watch the office he doesn't now. watch the office dunder mifflin is the I name of the company right yeah sorry dunder mifflin is the name of the company that they all work at so ryan became like a like a marketing guy for the company mm-hmm. and he's like oh we're gonna build a website for our for our business right for a paper selling business so what what happened is everybody's old school everybody would record the sales on on paper right and they would keep it in in the records he built the website he's like yeah log it in the paper but also log it in the website so he was logging sales twice which was <laughs> he's like known as like confusing stock or shareholders and it's basically uh committing fraud yeah that's funny <laughs> It's a great show. A great show. Yeah. I'll definitely around. watch it. It's one of the best ever. Once I, again. You, you have to get into it. It's just like, uh, yeah, I haven't had time to do. It's okay. Because like, I, I think it's one of those shows like you kind of just sit there and watch. And since you guys know it, you guys can just watch it constantly. But I really want to like. <laughs> you got, you like got to go watch it. A little yeah. Bit. You got really have to binge watch yeah. that for the first time. You have to really be into it so you can learn all the details. And then you can go back through and just kind of watch it. It scares me because like, like I told them, like I, I watch a lot of anime. And when I get stuck on an anime uh, yeah. that I never watched before, because I know they're not going to be like seasons long sometimes. Yeah. They're only like 12 episodes, 24 episodes. So I'll watch them and then I'll be like, I'm only going to watch like one or two. <laughs> and then it ends up being like four o'clock in the morning and I'm like, fuck. That's what happens. That's why I'm scared of The Office because it's like, this shit has seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? The same with Game of I think Thrones it's 12. I think it's 12 seasons, right? No, I, I want to say, yeah. I don't, be honest, I just watch, bro. Uh, Sometimes I'll, I'll like, if, if I'm watching it like on, on Netflix, I'm on season like five or six. But if I watch it on TV, I'm like season nine. Yeah. Oh, I think there's nine seasons. Nine, yeah. I want to say nine, nine seasons, yeah. There might be shit. 12 in Parks and Rec. That's why I might be mixing it up. Yeah, probably. 
Damn, yeah. that's crazy. Parks and Rec, too many, man. Too many, too many episodes. <laughs> All right, so going back, Reno is fuck. You're a marketing consultant, and you also do something called Bud Tender Fight Club. Yeah, right? so Bud Tender Fight Club. So um, that was started here in Las Vegas by a guy named Jason Sturtzman. Jason Sturtzman is a uh, cannabis consultant um, advocate. He was huge on Vote Yes on 2. He's written a ton of cannabis licenses. He's instrumental to the cannabis industry in Nevada. He started this event called Butt Tender Fight Club. And the idea behind it is that it's a networking, educational hiring event. And the idea is to bring uh, people that are from cannabis brands to come teach classes about what they do. Um, and then the idea is that the people that come are either people in the industry so they can upgrade their sales or the people that are looking to get in the industry so they can learn something before they go and get that interview or turn in that resume. So they have some type of background to talk about. And so, um, I started, I, uh, reached out to Jason right after the Reno cannabis convention, um, had ended and, uh, and I had, um, he came up to Reno. We went and looked at some spaces and we got it st- started. So that was that started in June of 2018 and we've been doing it every month ever since. Um, and so, yeah, so we've probably got 20 people tired so far in the cannabis nice. industry from the event. Um, and so it's just like a really good community event. I don't mm. make a lot of money off of it, but um, it's something that I... I like doing, I like seeing people get jobs in the industry. I like people um, being in the community that I am and I want to grow that community, especially in Northern Nevada because it isn't as big as it is out here. Yeah. Wait, so is it primarily in the cannabis industry? It's only cannabis. So uh, it's like, okay. so like, um, that makes sense why it's called bud tender. Yeah. yeah so that, ah. the main, main goal is to get people en- let entry level jobs as bud tenders or packers or trimmers or something of that nature. So then they can work their way up in the industry. Because there's nothing that trains people already. Yeah. There's really no, like, you know, you can't go to college, be a bud tender. You can't, right. you can't go on. I mean, you can go online and find educational classes, but there's really no in person classes that you can go and learn. Oh, wow. And so, um, yeah, so it's a super awesome community event. I have lots of support from lots of different brands up in Northern Nevada that, you know, come participate. So yeah, the next one's gonna be March 24th. If anyone wants to come check it out. Mm. Wait, so what about all the, all the cannabis, like businesses that exist in Las Vegas, like, like MedMen, right? Yes. Uh, do they, do they train their people on all that stuff or do you have to be pre-trained to do it, things like it that? It just or? depends on the company, right? So Men Men's a huge, a really big cannabis operation. I'm guessing yeah. they have some type of small training at the beginning, but, um, you know, I've got, there's people that have come to Butt Fight Club who's gotten a job at Men Men before. Oh, nice. So yeah, so it just depends. I've had Men Men talk at the cannabis event. So yeah, they're, you know, they're supportive as well. But, um, but yeah, so it just depends on what company you're working with and what kind of training you get. A lot mm-hmm. of people obviously want people that can hit the ground running. They don't want to have to you know, waste time with training because time is money in the cannabis industry right now. Yeah. <laughs> just because of all the companies that are moving in and um, Canada is, you know, dumping a ton of money into the, in the American market. So, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Do you Dude. feel like a lot of the, um, the actual like knowledge though about cannabis and all that is kind of... Um, lacking a little bit because I've, I've had some butt tenders just not get what I'm trying to say oh, sometimes and that yeah, shit angers yeah. me because I'm mean, like isn't this your job? Yeah exactly right so that's a big huge issue is like mis- misinformation in the cannabis industry so you know you might read online one thing and in actuality it's the complete opposite and that's and that's another huge problem within the cannabis industry and that's why butt tender fight club is so important yeah is that um, there are uneducated butt tenders who give people the wrong product and that's an issue. And so that's why Butt Tender Fight Club is there so that they can understand that there's more than just selling weed. Yeah. That these are patients. Now, these are, these how, are this medicine. How do you mean by, but there's butt tenders that give the wrong product? How do you mean? So like, let's just say, for example, 
let's just say, for example, my grandfather, right? right. So he, he started using cannabis about a year ago mm-hmm. um, when I started having into it. I started with just a CBD and now he uses a vape at night to help him sleep. Yeah. If, if, if you were a bud tender that didn't know what you were doing, you would have gave him an edible. And edibles can be can be great, but edibles are also a slippery slope because if you take too much, you, you you know, you can get really fucked up. Yeah, you can go deep. And you know, how many people throw up? Yeah, you can get throw up. And I, I you know, think about my seventy six year old grandfather taking a hundred milligrams of cannabis when he's never smoked weed before. Right? He's gonna yeah. be miserable, like to the point where he have might have to go to the hospital. Yeah. So that's that's what makes me nervous. Is like, you know, it, it isn't really the kids like you like us three, right? If we take a hundred milligrams, we throw up. No big deal. We yeah. throw up on every other Saturday. Yeah. So who yeah. gives a shit? But you know, for someone that's older that's that's never used cannabis before, that can be a scary experience. Right. 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 And then and that turns people off to cannabis right and that's not what i need that's not what any what that's not what the community needs so yeah have you ever heard of a joe you ever heard of joey diaz yes bro he's got some crazy yes. edible yeah. stories yes joey talking D- about taking 500 milligrams bro coco Co- wait what's this mad coco flavors is his instagram name <laughs> i i think so i, I know it's joey coco diaz oh joey coco diaz yeah, yeah dude i love i love him so i just yeah, love so listening good. to his voice yeah. man. yeah he has those stories that you can listen to all day long he's like that yeah. uncle bro that uncle yeah. yes Sit your ass down. Yeah. Sit your ass down. I'm exactly. You. He's got that mobster voice too. Yeah. Yeah. He's Puerto Rican from New York. I love it. And it's crazy because like he can take your the emotions all around. Like he's funny. He can be serious, and then he gets sad. And you know he doesn't really cry all the time. He can Kira, make you angry it, too. Oh yeah. Uh, like yeah. shit. Like damn. I've you know I uh, I mean I used to watch The Sopranos a lot of times. So I used to, I mean I knew who he was, but then once I started listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, he's a frequent on the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Listening to him is hilarious. Yeah, Chuck Chuck has sent me this video of a stand up routine he did one time, and it was like it was televised. But he he did it basically uh, talking about uh, his mom's friend and how they when his mom passed away, his mom's friend took care of her and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very it was like very funny, but very serious and emotional too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like he, he does a really good job making you feel like damn, like this is a like I went through a whole round of emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, you also so. take you also take a lot of the stuff he says. And you're using it in your life. It's oh, like a yeah. philosophy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. damn, he said some real shit just now. And I'm like, got to follow that. Dropping you know? some real knowledge. Yeah, I yeah. know. I love his, I follow him on Twitter too. And he'd be, he'd be like, put like, today's Tuesday. Get ready to suck today's dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear him say it in my head too. <laughs> uh, getting a little bit back on topic here, man. Uh, you, uh, so you you know a lot for for somebody your age. How how did you begin to like to train yourself Great or question. like kind of kind of educate yourself on the industry and what steps did you take to get to where you are right now as far as that goes? I, uh, you know, so I'm 23 years old. I think the biggest thing, honestly, that set me ahead with my parents. Right, my parents are just two hustlers. Like they, um, you know, my, dope. my my dad is just a you know he was a forklift operator at um, Budweiser. My mom's a paralegal, so they you know they they're not. I wasn't. I'm not gonna say I was poor or anything, but I was very middle class, and somehow they. They figured out a way to put me and my sister through private school my whole life, which really taught me like taught me like what true success and hard work looks like in 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 asset and money form. So I I went to a school called Bishop Gorman, which you guys know. And so that's a very wealthy school. And I, I was nowhere near to the amount of wealth that some of these kids had. So seeing that and then going to college at Reno was like a shelter shock. Yeah. So it made me realize like, oh shit, like that's not how everybody lives. Like people live like a lot of people live normal or like most people live underclass, like don't they live poor. Mm-hmm. So learning that was um, a hustle. So I just know that th- there's a good end goal. Um, and then as far as cannabis knowledge goes, you know, I have to give a lot of thanks to my guy, Cole Marcus, right? He, you know, 
<clears throat> when he started the cannabis convention, I kind of came in just a little bit cocky. Because at the time I was, you know, I was running Reno as fuck. I, I was managing a um, the, the t-shirt store that me and Tyson had met at. Mm-hmm. So I had been doing business transactions for a while. So I kind of understood it. But he was like, nah, man, this cannabis stuff is completely different. This cannabis industry is completely different. So you need to learn. Like, you need to go home. You need to sit, on, sit down and just start taking notes. You need to learn as much as possible. Learn the lingo. So that was cool. So I got to, you know, he, I got to have hour long phone calls with him every day mm. to talk about things, talk about like, Hey man, this is the people I called today. This is what happened. You know, tell me what I can improve on. So I got to give a lot of props to him. on really getting my foot in the door. And then after that, it was just more of a passion. Like I just, I like to learn, right. I, I want to know more about cannabis. I want to be the most knowledgeable person in the room when it comes to cannabis or cannabis marketing or cannabis business. Um, I want people to know that I'm the cannabis guy, especially in Northern Nevada. Like I want to be the cannabis guy. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. And if to, to, you know, to say that is one thing, but to be that is another thing. Yeah. So I'll say this, like, just go to this real quick. So you can, let's see your education. Okay. Well, what are terpenes inside? It would it be cannabis or what are the different terpenes and what do they do? for you uh i mean there's there you know there's a bunch of different terpenes mm-hmm. and they you know they do a bunch of things i could dive into you know some of them but uh yeah, let's do the main ones uh so like i'll just give you like um like terpidoline is probably one of my favorite ones so I, and that's more so you'll see those more in like a sativa dominant mm-hmm. um strain. and explain sativa and indica and, the, and, and the, so let, yeah let me just actually dive into this so like <laughs> sativa hybrid and indica are just marketing terms got it so these are just terms that cat because people like categories like Democrat and Republican. Yeah, they don't yeah, like, want too much. Like vodka, gin, whiskey, right? right? Oh, okay, gotcha. They want to. They want categories. So they say, oh, indica means I'm gonna get sleepy. tired, sleepy. Hybrid is you know what the f- like people are like. Oh, that's a mix. So it might it might make you sleepy, it might make you tired. And see, it's supposed to be more of a buzz, but that's not how it all mm-hmm. goes. Chirpines affect people differently, and so the biggest thing it's not really about chirpines or about THC percentages. It's about this thing called the entourage effect, mm-hmm. um, and so it's essentially the entourage effect or you can the synergistic effect i've heard it called the ensemble effect um is essentially a mixture between the cannabinoids which is like um thc cbd cbn um now cbn is the cbd nighttime right CBN, yeah. yeah. okay. exactly. CBD night, CBD yeah. night. That's yeah. what I need, bro. Because yeah. I have a, I have a hard time. And that's another thing, night. right? It's like we don't in yeah. like the other biggest issue is that there truly hasn't been any real studies. There's on no this. education on this, yet. so it's like it's all speculation. Yeah, it's well, because like, it just became really legal. You yeah, know what so mean? you know, there's, I mean, there's some, you know, there's some information on it. And there's some studies on it, but like when it comes to the endocannabinoid system and how that all works is completely, you know, we don't truly know it, and we don't even know the long term effects of cannabis, right? We've right. never done any thirty-year studies on it, so we have no clue what's what's going to happen in the next mm-hmm. thirty years. So, when it comes to cannabis, you know, cannabis, like when you go to a store and buy something, it's you know you got to test it all out. You got to see what what you yeah. like and what you don't like. I was going to say that that's most of drugs anywhere. Though. Exactly. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of things that were marketed in the '90s that are like, oh, this will cure this. This will this will help you mm-hmm. with this, but it's got three thousand side effects that nobody even knew about. Exactly. You know, so it's like you can't really you know, say that it's just the cannabis and it's just everything, yes. everything medical. I mean, I'm sure like Tylenol has a lot of long-term effects that you don't want. Oh, you know what I mean? And I'm going to come back to that because we're yeah. going to talk about Adderall in a second. Okay. But, but yeah, so going back to cannabis, you know, it's not essentially the terpenes, right? It's Got more it. of the effect of all of it together. So yeah. figuring out like, so one of my favorite strains of all time is um, green crack and green crack mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, it's, it's supposedly a sativa dominant, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, to some person that might put them to bed. Mm. You never know. Yeah. Right. So it just depends. Does that also matter on like how it's grown too? 
as well because they can be like oh we had green cracked seeds or something yes yeah so you know and that's another thing right it's like how the hell am i supposed to know this seed came from a green green crack yeah like anybody can say that exactly so it's just it's really tough to you know put those those labels on it yeah so it's that's you know so is it kind of like the way like alcohol, like if you put it in the terms of alcohol, because the thing is like, I'm trying to understand the entire cannabis industry and there's a lot to it. I mean, you even said the different, uh, different types of terpenes affect people differently. Yeah. Is that kind of how, how like an alcohol would affect somebody differently? Like yeah. a, a, maybe a whiskey would make you more violent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like for me, like I don't drink tequila cause I, I get mad when I drink tequila. Uh, so I just stay away from it. Cause right. I, I, I've, I've got drunk off it twice. The second time I, the first time I got mad, then nothing happened. Second time I got mad, I punched a hole in the wall. I was like, all right, tequila's not for me. Yeah. And so that's, and that's how I stick the vodka engine. Yeah. Okay. So, and so it's like, right. Like, Oh, this, this, you know, this strain of weed puts you right to bed. Don't smoke it during the day. Right, right. right. Those ter- that it, makes sense. It's not even that. It's like those a range of terpenes don't, you know, that makes you sleepy. Mm-hmm. That this, these terpenes make you hungry. Right. These terpenes make you ex- energetic, euphoric, right? right. So, um, so you have to find out what works. Yeah, for you, you got to find out what, what yeah. works for you. you so test. that's why you know, you know, and that's why you know, I can you know, terpenaline, uh, curephiline. Lemonine. Uh, lemonine. You know, right? I can give you ideas of what the effects is, but they might be completely different for you. Because there's thousands, mm-hmm. right? Thousands. And of we don't. We don't even. Like we don't even know. Or that can just be we assumption too. We don't even know how many um, terpenes there are. Really? So it's that new of an we don't, industry? Yeah. They, so there's. I mean, it's supposed to be like 116 cannabinoids. Whoa. But we don't. There can be more. Right. And, and the other thing is, like, we only cultivate for CBD and THC. We right. don't really cultivate for CBN. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's, we haven't, we're not advanced enough yet to be cultivating like high CBN plants. So is it possible that there are some terpenes that could make somebody allergic and give somebody like a, a rash yeah, or something you, like that? Like, yeah. You know, the other thing uh-huh. is too, is right. Like, um, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast not too long ago and they were doing a pot debate and I've never really thought about cannabis in any negative aspect because it's yeah. been so awesome for me. Right. But for a lot of people, it could be a bad thing, right? Like, for example, um, people in their 20s, if you're going to get schizophrenia and it hasn't come on yet, it usually happens in your 20s to people. And it usually happens to males. Um, but cannabis or any drug, but cannabis specifically, because a lot of people use cannabis yeah. and it's a, mo- a more commonly used drug, will kickstart it. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. So like if you're 21, 20 years old and you're a fine person, you go smoke weed for the first time. And then out of, out of nowhere, you get schizophrenia. Like where the hell did that come from? Yeah. And it's not, and it's not. Well, isn't that, that basically paranoia? Schizophrenia? Schizophrenia is when you start hearing and seeing the things, voices. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, voices. yeah. yeah. So it could be a, a mild, mild paranoia, right? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. But there's lots of cases that show that people, you know. Triggers like okay. like and then not just cannabis too like acid or Molly or cocaine. I mean, I, I think like, coca- uh, I think drinking is more of a depressant, so I don't know if that would that would, that would kickstart it. But maybe though, I, I'm not yeah, a scientist. I'm, just, yeah. I'm a yeah. marketer. But just ask. Well, yeah, I go. So I'm gonna ask a very ignorant question. Yes, sir. And I know I'm derailing because no, you good. were on a whole terpene uh, topic. <laughs> but so like, so, as somebody who doesn't smoke weed, like the um. I remember back in the day, there was like you watch movies and like, oh, this is skunk weed. Like, you know what I mean? That's bad weed. Is there still places that are legally operating in either Las Vegas or in Reno that kind of sell not good product or in the sense of like like bad for you product or more like not high quality, not high shit. quality stuff. Uh, like, you know, it, that's a matter of opinion, but there's really, I mean. 
Yes, yes. There, in my opinion, there are some people that are selling bunk weeds. Right, b- right. Boo boo. Right, right. Um, and of course, it all it's all also depends on your tolerance of how yeah. much it takes to. Well, and it's not even that, but it's just like you get it and like this is super dry. You know, it's kind of leafy or whatever it may be. It just all these things you have to know. About. You know, yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> leafy like it just you know the the they're, like it wasn't trimmed very. Weed. It wasn't trimmed very well. The nugs are really small. Or there's like stems still in there. Stem, a lot of stems in it. Um, <laughs> what's you know, Stem. Are you really educating me right now? No, like well, a legit stem. stem. Like so, the like, stem isn't so if you think, like a twig. Yeah, yeah. So if you think of a if you think of a a cannabis plant as a general, it's like a regular plant and right. the flower. So like, think about like um, the, that plant behind you right there. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. yeah, these plants behind me. So if this was growing flowers and it was a, a, a cannabis plant, yeah, the flower would be the bud that you smoke. Oh, okay. So the leaves of it. Not the stems. Yeah, you, can right. you you can't get anything from the stems. Or yeah, can you? you can get you can get something from everything. It just depends on how you use it. it. And you know, I mean, and that's the other thing, right? It's like we don't even know the extent of post smoking and recreational medical use, like he, like um, hempcrete, right? Like there's companies that are making um, concrete out of hemp. And like hemp insulation, yep. and like hemp rope, yeah, and hemp clothing, yeah, and like um, because hemp's super durable. Like, um, well, hemp was used to be used way back in the day, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of like right. um, sailors used to use it, and yeah. then um, the plastic industry got really popular, so they started using nylon. Uh, yeah, so it's crazy, right? Like the, the like hemp is way cheaper to produce, but you know you could you could pay someone more money to lobby for you, and right. you can make it yep. illegal, right? So we were so we were talking about uh, terpenes uh, real quick. Um, there's different kinds. We don't know how many kinds there are. Every terpene affects you differently. Yeah. Is there when you buy products for whether it's edibles or it's like actual like strains from a cannabis shop? Are they required by law to list the terpenes? Do they? Yeah. Not so they'll, do they'll that have or? they'll have lab. Yeah. So every everything that goes into a specific has to be lab tested. Right. Um. So yeah. So we'll have a list of usually it's the top three terpenes. Okay. Um. What are the top three? It, it, no, no, no. Top three in that plant. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it could be a mixture of whatever, and then right. so it needs to show you like THC percentage, CBD. It usually will do THC, CBD, and then if like let's let's say like for example, let's say there is CBN in it, like point one percent. Right. They'll put that on there too. Mm. So it just depends on what lab you go to and what you're looking for. The other thing with the other issue with the labs too is right is like. Let's say, for example, you have because right now the market is based around THC percentages. So you walk into a dispensary, a lot of people will ask, "What's your highest THC percentage?" And that's not like that's not a determine on whether this is going to be better weed or 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 bad weed. Uh-huh. Um, but a lot of people, what they'll do is figure out what labs in town test higher, like on average. Mm-hmm. So like there's more labs that are conservative. So they're like labs that like, let's just, let's just say, for example, uh, um, we take a certain strain, like they say, the, the green crack and it's a 20 percent. Let's say on average, we'd be at 20 percent. But this lab A is conservative. So they always they always go like two to three percent lower. So that's like a 17 to 18 percent. But lab B goes higher and they do usually like 22 to 23 percent. The company that goes higher is going to go with that company because they know that higher THC percentage usually looks better, and it Damn. turns into sales. Uh, so it's it, dude, it's a sticky business right now. Yeah, literally, it's a sticky <laughs> business. So yeah, Damn, crazy, I want to go man. back to Adderall though because it's about mid nineties. Yeah. yeah. So I I took Adderall and we talked about this before the show. I took Adderall um, my junior to senior year of college, and I <laughs> I used it, you know, you know, for school. 
yeah. helped me lose weight. It, it was, was prescribed to you. Prescri- prescribed. I had intention to get it prescribed okay. to me. How <laughs> <laughs> old were you? I was 20 years old. Okay. And I, you know, I've always, my, when I was younger, I got diagnosed with this thing called, uh, fuck. I'm, it's essentially like the precursor of ADHD or ADD. Oh, I was going to say, like my day. <laughs> <laughs> like my. <laughs> I hate you, bro. I hate you so much. And so, and so, uh, my parents have ne- were never like, no, we're not putting fucking my kid on any pills. Like fuck that, anyways. Um, so the, kudos to them. And then once I got to college, I was like, oh shit, like people around me are doing this stuff. It helps a lot. I had tried it before. Like I could do it. And it's very addicting. So I got on it. And so at first I was just doing like, um, 15 milligrams a day. And by the time I was getting off it, I was taking two thirty milligram XRs a day, which is a lot of Adderall. Oh, I thought you said 230. Uh, you yeah, 230 would, milligrams. Would, yeah, 230 milligrams yeah. a day. And so Adderall is very addicting. It's, you know, the same uh, chem- chemical compound as meth, but it's just missing a molecule or whatever. I'm, once again, I'm not a scientist. So I don't know the yeah. exact yeah. terminology, but it's essentially meth. Mm-hmm. And so once I learned that, I was like, oh, fuck. And so, it, you know, it fucks with your head. It fucks with your brain. It fucks with your body. So it's just overall not good for you. I was going to say, does it have the same effects as meth when, like, your teeth and all that stuff. Well, and yeah, well, it's you know, it's a controlled sub. It's controlled, you know, because it's made by an actual like pharmacy, not by you know a guy in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. But um, a guy in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so however, sketch. however, meth is made. I don't Jersey. know. How, I don't know how. Meth, <laughs> I don't know how meth is made. But um, but you know, you you change. You change as a person. Honestly, yeah. like you, I can remember my personality kind of changing, and people around me telling me my personality was changing. What, was, what 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 did it change about your personality like, uh, to make you more direct, like short tempered, short tempered, just a little bit angered. Mm. Like uh, the way I thought was this kind of weird. Honestly, like the yeah. way like I did things, and like if I like so there's a point when an Adderall hits you where like you're not like talking in complete sentences almost like, Whoa. I don't know. Like, no, I don't damn. know if, if you like, you just cr- straight up cracked out. Yeah. You're just yeah. cracked out and you're like kind of looking at like, I don't know. You're like, you're twitchy a little bit. And so I thought Adderall was supposed to make you focus though. It does. It does for what? some people, but yeah. for other people, it just makes you cracked out. <laughs> Especially if you take way too much. Oh, okay. Well, you you were taking yeah. double. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, crazy, so, man. so yeah. So, uh, thanks. Shout out to Weed for getting me off of it and really helped me with that. Also, yeah. so we got you off of Adderall. Well, yeah. It really helped. It helped. Really helped with me, and I started using it. Um, I used started using weed less as a recreational drug, as more as a medicine. So, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, in the mornings now I wake up, I'll you know I'll smoke a joint or a bowl or whatever with my my cold brew and i'll get my my day started with working or go to the gym or whatever <clears throat> but i usually smoke before almost, i smoke before i came here i smoke before i go to the gym yeah i smoke before i go to, i work i smoke before i have like big meetings to calm me down yeah um now do you have like anxiety and things like that uh a, a little bit but not like like anything crazy i i you know i kind of like anxiety a little bit i don't know if that if that pushes you it just gives <laughs> yeah. me like just yeah. keeps me on my feet like yeah. i just like being like you know i don't want to i don't want to be complacent ever so that's what red bull does to me yeah, yeah red bull <laughs> bro if, Think, I, if i ever go like if i have a meeting or something like that or i gotta go talk to a client i take a red bull just to give me that kind of extra like edge atten- attentiveness you know what i mean and it just yeah. keeps me focused yeah Put you on your toes. Like I bet you, you will yeah. find out in like ten years there was something in Red Bull. Yeah, <laughs> there's coke in it. That's what I'm. I'm waiting to hear that on uh, like uh, Lacroix right now. Like I, Ooh, I wrote that, that whole train. One. Like I'm like I, I love them so yeah. much, and I'm gonna drink them until someone says like, yeah, no, those are fucking terrible for yeah. you. Yeah, 
I feel like there has to be a catch to those things. That's man. what I'm trying to say. There has yeah. to be a fucking catch. Have you ever heard of the? Uh, well, there was another brand, Stevia's. Zevia, they're called Zevia. Yes, Z E V I A S. So me and my brother, when we were on, like I'm doing the ketogenic diet and everything like that. Uh-huh. Okay, so we can't have Coke. So what can we do to replace Coca-Cola and all this sugary stuff? So we started drinking these Zevias, and bro, they taste it. When you're when you you don't have sugar and you drink those, you're like, it's a perfect replacement. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even need Coke anymore. Exactly. This is even better. Yeah, but it just doesn't like I don't know like I, I, I get into this train of thought where it's like if it's not water there's something in that's it what, that you shouldn't yeah, be drinking 100%. that's what how I feel but you know I've been doing a lot of research online and I, I like uh said a wee search <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear that <laughs> and uh <laughs> And you know, there's just like natural, and they call it essence, natural essence, which yeah, are actually yeah. ter- terpenes, terpene derived. Because there was a thing that came out that was talking about how like there's lilanol, lemonine, and terpenaline in some La- La- Lacroix, and those, depending on if they're you know botanical derived or you know cannabis derived uh, terpenes, because terpenes are also in like flowers and fruits, mm. and you know what I'm saying. So like, if you smell like, so if you go out there and use and you eat a sunflower, you're t- consuming terpenes. Really? Uh, I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, <laughs> oh. there, I don't know. I don't know if there's <laughs> terp- like I, I know there's terpenes in like lavender, for example, has oh, terpenes okay, in gotcha. it. Um, or like oranges, lemons, those have terpenes in it, right? Yeah. Um, so like if you like were to smell some cannabis flower and it has it like fruity smell, those are the same type of terpenes that you're getting from fruits. Okay. Um, so yeah, Lacroix had this case come out about them that they, they, you know, that they were putting like pesticides, like yeah, I heard and, about that. And so, and so, um, cer- certain terpenes are natural um ants insect repellents. Yeah, insect repellents. Yeah. Um, so that's what that was. Well, that's essentially. Well, you said certain certain water insect repellents. Ter- uh, terpenes are insect repellents. Oh, okay, insect gotcha. Repellents. I'm sorry. I was watching this yeah. whole debate uh yesterday <laughs> about uh how like GMO versus non-GMO. And uh, essentially how like, well, if you go into a grocery store, anything you buy is GMO, anything, anything you go or you go and buy some organic bananas. Those are GMO. Bananas don't look like that. They've been genetically modified in some way. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Anything. Everything's GMO. Yeah, yeah. You oh, you got to be specific. You got to grow that shit. In your what backyard. was grown with pesticides, or thing, and or and the thing was like even organic stuff is grown with pesticides, bro. Yeah, and you even I mean? even the water that uh, organic. Like vegetables and fruits use, it's it literally has oil leaking into their water system, and they they just don't care. They're like, we can't do anything about it. And so if we try to like escape that shit, um, twist money. Yeah, it's just wasting time. But I love Whole Foods, so fuck it. Just be. <laughs> my whole thing is just like to be healthy is just be happy. And now Whole Foods got bought up by Amazon, so you about to have drones delivering your amazon I'm, orders bro i'm down if if uh, drones can deliver my amazon order and some food from the hot bar at whole foods <sighs> i'll i'll buy them have you ever tried the uh the wheatgrass shots yes pretty bomb right yeah i, well, I had a buddy i had a, you have to you, have, you really gotta you know it's a acquired taste i don't think so bro because i tried it for the first time and i loved it it, it could have been just because of the people I was around. Because everyone, they, the they, vibe, hyped, they the, hyped me up. The and I was, was like, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I took it and I was like, oh, damn, I want another one. I um, do like drinking like celery juice and all that yeah, stuff. Like, it and, doesn't bother me. It's like, oh, this is just juice. Yeah, me and my girlfriend just got a juicer actually not juice. too long ago. Good and we've been, we've been juicing like crazy. Yeah. Mm. I've been, I substitute all my breakfast with juice. Good juicing. shit, man. Yeah. There, there's cannabis actually uh, drinks now too, huh? Yeah, dude. Because I, I was, uh, I was crazy. Busy. I was checking out MedMen just to see what kind of stuff you been, they, they you had. Been? Which one? Uh, there was one in California. I, I was out oh. there and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go. The ones in California are fucking awesome. 
they're also expensive. <laughs> well, if you, see, when you go to California, you gotta go to the gray market ones. And I don't don't take my advice on this, <laughs> but the gray market ones is where the good deals are at with the dank. Weed. What's a gray market one? It's like a semi legal, semi illegal cannabis uh, shop. So it's like not like you're. It's not like I'm going to Chuck's apartment and buying. Like these are actual storefronts. Yeah, that, in somebody's home. No, 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 <laughs> no. They're like storefronts that are disguised as something else. Ah. Uh, and you can find them on like so like Weed Maps it's like can, a Ready Mart, and then they sell happen mm, to sell those cannabis drinks. No, it's like this is a dispensary, but you gotta be in the know. Like you gotta like know like so. There's this one I used to go to in L. A. That my 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 boy Daniel used to take me to, and the only way you can get in there is you have to be recommended by someone who's been there before. What? So yeah, so it was That's like some a, exclusive stuff. It right was there. cool, kind of tight. Some eyes wide shut. Yeah, stuff. it was. Some, I, and then they got, but they, those get shut down like every other week, so oh, you really? have to like switch them up. You have to like, oh, you know, you have to have like three or four great market in your pocket. Whoa. What the fuck? Yeah. Are there any out here in Vegas? No. Well, not that I know of. Not that, I mean, there probably is. Yeah. But not that I know of. Wait, so what do you use primarily cannabis for? You use it for, you said to kind of keep you on edge and- I uh, just, you know, all around, just throughout my day. Like, um, I just, you know, it just, it, it just keeps me, I guess focus is a yeah. good word. Um, it keeps me, I think I'm a lot nicer when I use it, right? Yeah. Like I'm not much of an asshole when I smoke weed. Yeah. Um, I tried edibles and, uh, there, it, 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 I think the one I tried was the one that makes you sleep. Cause it, I was, I was knocked, knocked out. you out. Yeah. Edibles are tough. It's edible, you know, cause you, you digest it. And so it's, it, it takes a while to hit you. Yeah. And it, it gets, it gets, it's a, the way it metabolizes your, the THC metabolizes in your system is completely different. It's from really where, heavy. Yeah. With the, compared to where you smoke it. So like if anyone, that, but that's why, cause edibles to like your regular house mom seems very, um, not as dangerous as smoking a joint. But it's way, yeah. but it's way worse. Cause you can just hit it's the, cute. It's you, cute. Yes. You hey, can try this brownie. Try hey, this gummy bear. Yeah. yeah hey, exactly. you know, it's got little eyeballs. It and, smells then, like and before you know it, you take 10 and then you're like, Oh fuck, you know, there's no return from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can smoke no, a joint I've known, and put it down. I've known about edibles, bro. Like I think the reason I heard horror stories about edibles was before it was legal and <laughs> yeah. people used to make them. Yeah. And people and, still and, make them. And, and yeah, people still make them, but you don't know how, how many milligrams nope. you're getting per pint or whatever. concentration is real. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just so if you eat a whole brownie, <laughs> you eat a yeah. whole brownie, you might be consuming 200 milligrams. You oh, have no clue. Me. That's yeah. why like uh, the biggest thing, anybody who's listening, like when you do edibles, micro, yeah. micro dose it. Test you know it what out. I mean? Like let it, let it set in and like kind of see how it's going. Like even if it doesn't hit you for two or three hours, just wait. You do sometimes have to wait because sometimes it takes like... Edible, it, it took one time for an edible to hit me for almost four hours. Really? And it hit me. And Tough. I was like, thank God I didn't keep going with it. Mm. Like, I would have been done. Because I've had, I've, I've done that. Like, oh, it's been two hours and I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. And I ate the whole thing. And then it's like, ooh. There was a. Shouldn't have done that. One time in college, I remember having a homemade edible and taking it then, like a night, like taking it at like eight o'clock at night. And then going to bed and waking up super stoned, like really, <laughs> like, and I had to go to work and I got to work and I they got there. They're like, "Do you have the flu? Like, what's wrong with you?" And they Damn. sent me home that day. Wow. And I was that fucked up. They wow. sent me home. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, dude. when you wake up high, that's that's deep. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. Wait, do you know how many milligrams you took? It was probably like three, four hundred, and like this, like, and I slept, no. and I slept like you know, I probably slept like four or five hours, <gasps> but it was like I woke up and I was just like. Uh, it was bad. Yeah, that's why I like uh, I like edibles for sleeping because yeah. they they literally I don't dream. They literally just I knock out and I wake up and I'm like, whoa, that's a deep ass sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what um I don't know if Brandon was talking about it or somebody was talking about it or it was Joe Rogan, but there's there's um so THC 
just is good for sleep, but CBD fucks with your REM sleep. So it makes your, oh, REM, yeah. your REM cycles Dude, better. So that's a, why you have to use mm, CBD I heard a crazy conversation with about the that. THC so yeah. the REM cycle doesn't get like... Yeah. This one dude was saying that basically like, so yeah, if you take, yeah, if you take, if you take THC, uh, it, you get really good sleep, but it's not instantly. You don't fall asleep instantly, right? But if you take CBD, you knock out faster, but you don't get that REM sleep. So this guy was talking about, I was like, yeah, I take about... Uh, 40 milligrams of THC, 20 milligrams of CBD, and then like uh, like 80 milligrams of, of melatonin. Damn. Yeah. yeah. He's like, so in, in nightly. and But it basically, it allows him to fall asleep fast, get full REM and sleep, wake up nice. and wake up. Not, yeah. That's crazy. I was like, damn, bro, you doing something, out, bro. That's, that's some next That sounds like shit. something we're going to find shit. out. I know. Yeah. Mel- and I don't, I mean, I don't know a lot about melatonin, but I just never really fucked with it because I just didn't really like the idea of like, I have to take a pill to go to bed. See, I do. Oh, you take melatonin? Oh, I, I did for the long uh, for Well, so it started with CBD. I started taking CBD, but then I was like, damn, dude, this stuff is expensive. It is, and it I is had fun. to take two gummies that were tw- that were 10 milligrams each. And we're talking about CBD. And the way it costs out here in Vegas was like 20, it was $42 for a 28 pack. So, and it would last you maybe like two weeks, right? Yeah. So it's about 40, 40 something bucks every two weeks, which is not terrible, but it's also like that that's an expense now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're spending, you're spending like 80 bucks a month yeah. on it. Uh, so I was like, well, well, what's another alternative? I started taking NyQuil. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I was like, what, what, what's the next thing I could take? I started taking NyQuil uh, and I would take like a swig and it would, it would just mellow me out and I'd go to sleep. And I, and I brought, before I did this, I spent like an hour on the computer and I was like, what are some side effects of NyQuil? What does NyQuil, what's bad about NyQuil? Couldn't find a single damn thing. So I was like, okay, maybe there's nothing wrong with it then. Maybe I can do this. But then somebody told me like, well, the reason you're not seeing anything bad is because you got these pharmaceutical companies that are pushing these, you know, bad oh, yeah. articles away. They're, you know, so you don't see them. Paying them off. Yeah. So, so anyways, once I heard that, I was like, okay, well, let me try melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought like a, what was it? Like a hundred pack. So cheap. And it was like 10 bucks, bro. So I was cheap. like, okay, let me try this. I took four. Boom. Out, bro. Within like 15 minutes, I, would, I it, it doesn't knock you out, but mm-hmm. like you can feel your eyelids getting heavy, you know? Um, mm. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it's dependent, you know, you're depending on something to help yeah. you go to sleep. And uh, I haven't taken melatonin, CBD or THC now for a while and a, a couple of a month or so. You've been sleeping good? Yeah. I haven't had an issue. I can okay. sleep anywhere. See, yeah. that's the bad thing about me. Like if I'm not doing something productive. Oh, I can I can fall asleep anywhere. That's uh, why it's kind of because you work so much. Oh, yeah, fun. yeah, bro. You work past your boiling point to where as soon as you have nothing to do, you're like, okay, time to turn off. I've seen I've seen Chuck at events. I mean, like Chuck, dude, what, like what happened? He's like, I haven't slept in like ten hours. It's like tw- ten days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe hours. it. I believe it too. We we did it. We wrapped up a podcast. Was it last night we wrapped up a podcast? Yeah, last night. And then we 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 went to go get something to eat. Came back. It was like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. Or maybe like 1130. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to go to sleep till like four in the morning. I'm like, what, bro? You got to you gotta work the next day at like nine. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about I hate sleep. If I couldn't sleep, if I didn't have to sleep, I wouldn't sleep. But Same. I do love sleep. Like the one thing about me too, like I can't, when I fall asleep, I fall asleep. Like I, it's so hard for me to wake up unless oh, really? I set like a thousand alarms. Um, I'm the, I'm the opposite. You're a light sleeper. I, uh, 
literally I could hear like a crinkle of some leaves. Yeah, outside. that's my brother, like, bro. What the fuck was that? You can <laughs> you can fart a mile away and his ass will. So let me ask you a question because we were talking about CBN being a different strain of CBD, right? Yeah. Uh, where where, it's, it's where does not, one? It's not essentially a strain of. It's a different cannabinoid altogether. Endocannabinoid. It, it, it's your endocannabinoid system. Okay. It's just a, a, a cannabinoid. It's a, I can never get that word right. What's a Cannab- cannabinoid? Cannabinoid. Exactly. Again. I don't. I don't know the exact scientific. Yeah. But there are types like it's like THC. It's a type of cannabinoid. Yeah. Um. There's certain like uh the cannabinoid goes into the. It's a receptor. So, um, I don't want to fuck this. Is up. it cannabinoid receptors or is that it's CBD a, receptors? No, you, you have you have you have CB1 and CB2 receptors. Got it. So CB1 are usually more in like your head, and mm-hmm. CB2 are more throughout your body, but. Once again, this is all information that is kind of speculative. So there's some CB1s in your body, CB2s in your head. And then certain, so these like THC, for example, right? They'll attach to these receptors. Mm. And so um, just like just like your metabolism, right? You know, the more you work out, the better you eat, the faster your metabolism will move. Yeah. So the easier you break it down and same thing with your endocannabinoid system. So the more you smoke or the more you use CBD, the faster you'll break it down and it will create more, more receptors. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's going to take a while for me to understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch this and podcast. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, and honestly, I, I, you know, I, you know, like how I said, like, I like to be like the most knowledgeable guy in the room, but there's sometimes I fuck up with the knowledge and or I'll read something incorrect. Right. Yeah. And I'll think that's, oh, that sounds about right, but it's mm-hmm. not. So uh, kind of like what I, what, I, what I wanted to ask was how does somebody go to get CBN, like to get that specific it's not easy. It's not? No. I mean, you'd have to look online and I don't even know who cultivates it. I'm guessing a more like, um, you know, a more developed market like Oregon or Washington probably has something similar to it. I've seen, and this is the other thing, right? People lie all the fucking time. I've seen people who have like, oh, we have CBN, CBN oil. Like, bro, what the fuck did you get that from? Right? Like, who, who where are you cultivating that at? Yeah. Um, so you know, that's I never it. understood any of those oils, lotions. Like, I, I bought some CBD lotion. I don't think it really does anything. Topical bro. don't really work too good. No, nah, like, I mean, and yeah. it could just be it's me. Everybody's different. It could just yeah. be me because I'm a bigger dude or, or something. It's I don't know. Not does have any CBD in it. It's just regular lotion. Oh, it could it could be. But I know I know the, from the same company the gummies that I was taking. If I took two. I was pretty good. Like it would knock me out. You, that's that's the other thing, right? It's like you know they they might skimp out on the lotion to, uh, and you know what I'm saying. Like that's the right. issue is that there's no one regulating this. Right. No one regulates the CB the CBD market. Right. Um, if you're in a dispensary, they have to somewhat regulate it, but not not truly. Right. Who who would end up regulating the CBD industry? Would that be like the FDA? Yeah. Okay. But until it's technically Which is legal federally everywhere, legal. right? Wait, CBD is federally yeah, legal so across all the states. Yeah. So under the um, there just there was a new one. I don't know the name of the. It's like the hemp the hemp bill, but it's not the hemp bill. It was like it was the farm bill or agricultural bill that just passed in 2018. Yeah, that just passed, and under that bill, hemp and C- hemp is under the the THCSB below 0.03 percent, um, and that's considered hemp, industrial hemp. Yeah, hemp used to have a lot of good uh, a lot of good uses for hemp before, uh, before they decided to kind of label it marijuana yeah yeah that was the whole thing in the early what 40s 50s yeah because well, it used to be it used to be like 30s. everything was made out of hemp but back in the tons day, right? of tons of stuff yeah. and everything, people, and, everything. People, and people would use um a lot of 
uh, cannabis products as, as well too. And um, so what happened was I don't know the the I don't know what this guy's position was, but essentially either it was like attorney general or something of that nature. Um, there are a lot of Hispanics moving into America, and a lot of them smoked cannabis, also called marijuana. 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 Yeah. That's a racist Marijuana word. That's a racist term. His racist term. So is jazz cabbage. That's also another racist term. Jazz cabbage? Yeah. Jazz cabbage? You ever heard of that? That sounds a little racist. I know jazz racist. cigarettes. I remember jazz, jazz, jazz cigarettes. Jazz cabbage is a is cannabis, but there's a brand in Nevada called jazz cabbage, unfortunately. Really? But, but yeah, yeah. All racist. All racist as fuck. Yeah. So, um, Would you ever start your own cannabis uh, uh storefront retail just, of course of course yeah. yeah it's just expensive is that a dream or is that a thing um i don't know if it's a you know my my dream is just to um i just like i just like building and creating right like i think that's dope to create and i like creating i like you know i love food like i, I really do love food i love cannabis i love cars um i love um I really like like TV shows and stuff too. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind be a producer of a TV show at yeah. once at some point. Right. Like I just think, but you know, the biggest issue is what it comes down to is like income. So I got to figure out how to make enough income where I can do all these ventures. Yeah. So cannabis right now is the, you know, the means to the end, but I love cannabis. So it's great. I, I, I want to be in the cannabis the rest of my life, but okay. I would also like to be in other industries as well. Yeah, yeah of course. Which it will come yeah. different streams of revenue. Yeah, of course. All that stuff. I want to talk about that podcast you have with JC. Let's dive into that. Let's do it. Um, so culture and cannabis. Uh, so culture and cannabis, as you guys both well know, is a monthly event that's been happening in Vegas now. How long has it been happening, Chuck? Like two years, three years? Two, three years. Um, and that's crazy because I just started seeing like... Damn, I'm not even I sure. I just started seeing it on my feed, maybe because I just started recently like following yeah. JC and everybody. Uh, and I'm not huge into the whole downtown area, like what mm -hmm. the events are going on and everything because I'm kind of like a homebody. I don't really go out that much. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like a photography event, then yeah. I go. Um, Unless you're getting paid, yeah, you ain't leaving the house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, there's like a six, a six shooters event that's happening tomorrow. What's that? Uh, it's like a, it's like a, they're trying to do it monthly now, um, but essentially just it showcases five photographers, five videographers. That's oh, six shooters, um, and it's like sick. it's like yeah. a, it's like a, it's like a showcase, like a gallery, like a oh, yeah, like an yeah, art gallery. So what they do is they pick five photographers and they they print the 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 people themselves print out five uh, works from those photographers and then you basically get to meet them get to talk about their work and it's like a networking event also you know for, like, if you if you're a local photographer and you want to meet models yeah. models go there fashion stylists everything like that it's pretty dope man Class I, event. I, i'm gonna try to make it because it's tomorrow which it doesn't matter to anybody who's listening because is it tomorrow it's, oh, it's okay. tomorrow yeah, yeah what time's that at um, I think seven thirty to like one thirty. Oh, dope. AM. So and yeah, it's, it's I at think CMX. You know, CMX. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's where, where culture, culture and cannabis. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Okay, so uh, back on uh, cannabis and three culture. Three years. Cool. Yeah, I yeah, think it was three years. Yeah, yeah. Culture and cannabis. Culture and cannabis. It's a you know, okay. it's one of the uh, world's largest uh, west. The west. One of the largest cannabis and cultures event on the west coast right now jc coats had start had started it about two three years ago um and then me and jc um became in contact when he started doing marketing for new leaf and he started doing these events up in new leaf lake tahoe um he hit me up through instagram i came up and started doing the podcast with him fast forward to like literally a month or two ago i hit him up and said hey man you know let's figure out some other like let's figure out a way to do some shit and he was like, how about starting a podcast? I was like, I'm down, bitch. I know it's a lot of work. And he was like, well, I know this guy named Chuck. 
and he's like he has a oh, he has geez. a he has a podcast you know he has a little studio that we can use i was like all right great so um so yeah so the culture and cannabis podcast idea is you know kind of what you guys do but more focus on cannabis and the, and the culture around it and the entrepreneurs right. and the shakers and movers within it um so we like to showcase people who are like artists within the culture the cannabis industry entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry artists in the cannabis industry did i say that already artists did i say two yeah. artists yeah performers it's all good performers artists whatever yeah um, musicians all all the above it just all around cannabis industry and then people uh, people that are ancillary to the cannabis industry right mm-hmm. like chuck for example you know he mm-hmm. might not be directly in the cannabis industry but he's taking a fuck ton of photos of people in the cannabis industry yeah yeah so um well i've seen his computer desktop every time i go down there <laughs> lightroom is always something. open or <laughs> photoshop or premiere yeah, yeah so um so yeah so the idea is kind of like what you what you guys are doing here but more focus on the cannabis um yeah. culture trying to bring light to cannabis yeah and just kind of show, show people you know side. that we you know we're not just a bunch of fucking stoners you know we're yeah. we're movers and shakers and in the world not just the cannabis industry it's an it's an entire industry like you said it's an industry because yep. i mean even like like crypto crypto's a new industry yep. you can make a tv show about it you can do a whole yes. youtube channel a, a daily youtube channel talking about new topics that are just coming out because it's an ever-growing and changing industry yeah um i'm pretty sure like in the cannabis industry there's things that change all the time and there's things Every that are day. getting added to it and new ways of doing things so yeah I'm, you know what one thing i did want to ask is that what about marketing wise as far as like targeting on facebook when you guys do you guys promote the event through facebook uh, or Instagram, JC, JC, yeah. So the events get promoted through Facebook. But I, the so the issue with the cannabis industry and that and so the reason why Reno's fuck is so awesome is that Reno's fuck was like a practice run for the cannabis cannabis industry because you can't buy Facebook advertisement, you can't buy Instagram advertisement. And why? Um, just because of Facebook guidelines and it's federally so federally illegal. Got it. Um. And so, you know, there's loopholes around the system and JC's a, you know, a very smart marketer so he can, hey, shout out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, For those who are listening, I put the uh, Reno as fuck oh, yeah, sticker I for- on. I forget that people, you know, listen to us yep. and not just watch us. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we, we forget too. We yeah. have to explain it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it's, we. It's a process. Yeah. We, 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 we have to go over everything. Yeah. We just like reiterate on yeah. things. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Talking about JC, he cultivated, um the Facebook marketing. Oh yeah. yeah. So he's really good at the whole cannabis Facebook marketing and, you know, um, working the system on that with boot, getting it boosted, you know, in roundabout ways essentially. Right. Yeah. So it's not easy, but if you can do it, you know, you can become very successful like he has. Shout so, out yeah. to JC. Yeah. Shout out to that guy. And what, what at, at these events, uh, culture and cannabis what what is the experience of somebody let's say i'm trying to go yeah what i walk through the front door what do i see it's wild honestly like uh so so there's he's changed multiple location in this new location so you've been the cmx cmx yeah so you know they have that like the catwalk in the middle of it and it's huge so it's just like loud and there's so many people there and people are walking across people on the mic there's music um there's food. there's food there's alcohol now um different cannabis brand so it's just like you can go there you can go there for multiple reasons right you can go there to go networking and that's you know that's a big reason why i go um and not only because i help with the event but you know the networking part um so i can go and meet other people in the cannabis industry that are like-minded like me um but for someone who's not in the cannabis industry that just wants to go hang out you know you can learn a lot just learn like you can hear just 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 by listening to people talk you can listen to lingo right because yeah. you're just listening to people talk and hear what they have to say and how they say it and the way they go about saying it can change your, your whole perspective on that that industry on the cannabis industry like i don't know a goddamn thing about crypto 
Yeah. But I bet you if I would have listened to a conversation, I could probably, you know, fake it till I make it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of That's kind of feel what I've done. <laughs> Every time we talk about crypto on this podcast, I'm like, oh, I've thought this podcast with nah. uh, oh, yeah. Andreas Well, this one was really into it. I was like, damn, this one knows something. <laughs> he was always like knowing what the next crypto and like Bro, uh, I, the I, forks. I have I have an addictive personality. Okay. Um, thank God it hasn't gotten me into anything bad. <laughs> but like, but when I, when I first heard about crypto, at first I dismissed it. And that was the first mistake I made. And this was back in like 2013. No, it was, was it 2013? Yeah. No. 2013 for crypto? Yeah. When was it? When we had the studio, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, we had a studio downtown. Uh, okay. And it was, I think it was like 600, 800 bucks per Bitcoin. Damn. And I was like, nah, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't even know what it is. I don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's just like anything else. Like, I don't understand it. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Right. It's not. Why am I going to put my money, my hard earned dollars into something I don't understand? Exactly. It's you gambling. Know? Yeah, so I should have t- done the research then, um, but it wasn't until it hit that big $20,000 where I was like, that's what made the whole world go, oh shit, hold on, there's something going on here. There's some Something's happening because yeah. it, that doesn't happen overnight. Yep. It took 10 years to happen, right? Yep. Um, so that's when I decided to start, I think before it hit $20,000, um, I just when I started getting into it, right? 20, it was it was at like 12000 Oh yeah, yeah. For, no, I think even like when it was like, Oh, it was like eight. No, because you got into it when it was at seven, eight thousand. Yeah, yeah. And then I got into it shortly after you yep. when it was like ten, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I really wish like, and that's one thing that because a lot of people I grew up around, they weren't really investors. They weren't really people who knew about Roth IRAs and Same. like funds. So, well, I guess there's just a lot of stupid people around me financially mm-hmm. and trust me, I was one of them. But I, I kind of that's why it's so tight now because these kids can learn shit. In school, that's why you have these kids on like Robin Hood and like these stock markets making at school, money. and they're like starting from their little chores, making money, and then working all the way through high school, and they already have half a million in their bank account. Dude, it's crazy. And I'm like, Isn't that crazy? How like it's back not in easy. The day, it's not easy, but yeah. But you respect. can learn. You can learn. It's the the access so to information viable. is so much easier, and you have apps. So you're like Robin Hood, right? Like my first my first stock trade was on fucking E Trade, and it was super difficult to figure out how the fuck to do it yeah and then robin hood came out i was like bro fuck any other platform because robin hood's the only way to go yeah mm-hmm. unless you're gonna make really big you know make big purchases I, I just think you gotta crazy. read the, you gotta read the fry print in that robin hood i think it's crazy that back in like even like early 2000s man you think about uh the the stock exchange how you you would see like the, these movies where like everybody's on the on the on the floor, right? Yep. And they're all like, "Oh, buy this, buy this, sell this," <laughs> and it seemed like a, such a hectic and complicated world mm-hmm. that you can never get into. That was like that was like you had to be born into that world, it right? It still is pretty hectic in it's, Chicago, but, but actually, <laughs> the stock bro, exchange is it? Because I heard it's died down a lot. Oh, it's probably died down, but I I, I know it gets hectic at certain points. Yeah. you know what I mean. But, but yeah. I just meant as like now you have kids who are like in in high school and they're day trading. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember my dad, my oh my grandpa, he he like literally had to watch the TV, the little numbers are going across, yeah. and then you call in, you call in on your stockbroker, and you'll be like, okay, crazy. does that yeah. look good? Should I buy in on that? <laughs> yeah, okay, put put that in for me, and I'm like, because I, I was wondering what the fuck he was looking at, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it showed the stock market, and then just had all these numbers. I was, like I have no clue. And it's essentially just gambling, right? Like, you know, yeah. you, you can go You're gambling you, on you can go to the casino and put it all on black and it'd be just as may, maybe better all it's yeah. depending on you, who you're gambling. You, you want to know what's crazy is even if if Bitcoin doesn't make it to like the New York Stock Exchange, there are things like Bitcoin futures 
which is essentially yeah. a futures market, which is basically not, not even physically betting on Bitcoin, but betting on the possibility that it's going to go up or down. Yes. So you're not betting in Bitcoin. You're not going to win Bitcoin. It's US dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but you're like, okay, I think Bitcoin's going to go up this amount. And then it's you like you can bet on anything. You can bet on a, on a video game. People watching video games, yep. you can bet on anything. Yeah, I think so it's, I think uh, Bitcoin is like MySpace for social media. Like for I think Bitcoin is the MySpace of cryptocurrency is how I should put it. Like uh, I think cryptocurrency. I don't know a lot about it, but what I do know about it is that I think it's very intricate and it's like a more sh- it's a more um, level playing field when it comes to like distribution of wealth yeah um so i think like you know how myspace kind of really started social media like it was really was like aim like aim messenger kind of started right but then myspace was like really like the platform myspace led the way for facebook yes and i think there's gonna be a facebook that comes after bitcoin yeah in the cryptocurrency bro there's literally there's tons too like like ethereum i know ethereum's like like a crazy type of blockchain oh yeah um, and smart like, contracts yeah smart mm-hmm. contracts there's Litecoin um, there's yeah, a little bit man but Bitcoin there's cash there's so many cryptos <laughs> yeah. out there yeah there's so it's many and then crazy. what's crazy is when they fork yes when a, when a crypto when a crypto fork so it's like you originally had Bitcoin but then people were like oh it shouldn't be run this way Bitcoin it cash. should run this way yeah. let's make Bitcoin cash and Bitcoin cash just recently within the last couple months was it forked so now it's B and that's BSV and BCA something else and yeah. what I think was so crazy too is that you had like there's like certain like you had to buy Bitcoin to invest in this type of cryptocurrency like how you can like oh yeah. you can you can invest only Ethereum into this certain type of cryptocurrency yeah, yeah. like it's just yeah it's so deep yeah it goes, it goes very deep yeah I, I think I think uh, the future of, of social media is going to be like the for the artists for the for the entrepreneurs for the hustlers who are making content and they're not getting paid right um, I think once content exists on a blockchain you can get rid of things like oh they just stole my video and uploaded it to their channel and they got 10 million views but I didn't get any of the money mm-hmm. once you have something when you once you have something on a blockchain I don't know how it's gonna work but imagine if you upload a piece of content and anywhere it went if somebody screenshot it somebody took a photo with their phone yeah. and then they shared it it's still tagged as your content and you're gonna get and any some revenue, type of revenue you get no revenue for right that's super that's cool. the next level i think of 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 you know because like youtube does a, a certain job right now as far as like well you make ad revenue from your videos if they get this many views but you can't stop somebody from taking your video and making money off of it you know yeah. like you know the internet is new um but yeah i think i think cryptocurrency is going to be one of those things that kind of helps artists get paid too like there i don't know if you've heard of, of bat uh, Bat? Brave attention token. Mm-mm. So there's there's a company the the guy who originally created JavaScript. He created he created a company called uh, Basic Attention Token, which is his version of of tokenizing attention on the internet. So like That's even dope. even if you have a post on Facebook, if it gets a certain amount of attention, people can donate bat to it. Um, and he actually created a working product that's really dope. It's called the Brave Attention Browser. It's an actual web browser like a Safari or Google yeah. Chrome. Um, and it works <laughs> in a way where you can tip bat. So if you're watching a YouTube video, you can tip them bat if they have a bat account. You know, like a Brave Attention token. What? And you can cash it out from actual physical dollars. What is that website? You know? Stream? Stream? Stream.io? Stream.io, uh, Steam. I think. Or Stream? Steam.io? Steam yeah, the Steam sounds right. So basically, like, I don't know not, not, not Steam. Not Steam, the video game yeah. platform oh, downloader, yeah. but this <laughs> other site, like, Steam where... Steam it? Is it Steam it? Yeah, something like that. It's like everybody gets paid on here. So the commenters, so if you get upvotes, people are actually giving you money for the upvotes. If your video does good, people are giving you money. Damn. Like, so everybody's making... So you can put your music on there. If people like it, you give them money. And if a comment's cool... 
that person could get money. Yeah, it's called it's called know? Steam it. So, <sighs> so if you create a dope piece of content like Reddit, imagine Reddit. Imagine if your post on Reddit got Damn. upvoted to the top page. Mm-hmm. You're getting money off of that. Let's say every upvote is. Let's make it cheap. You know, like ten cents each. Even a penny. Even a penny. A micro penny. Yeah. And here's another thing. Another interesting about cryptocurrency. Like, imagine if we can get rid of ads, right? Completely cut out advertising on the internet for YouTube videos and things like that. You can directly pay the content creator without even knowing you're paying for the content. So like you have a wallet, right? Let's say you, you have an hour long video. You pay a 10th of a penny. You don't, you don't know you're paying a 10th of a penny because it's such a small amount. Yeah. But the content creator who was getting 10 million views is getting paid for that content That's or whatever cool. it is, you know? Um, and you only pay for the content you consume as opposed to like, oh, well, like, I'm going to pay $13 a month on Netflix. Whether I watch Netflix or not, I'm paying $13 a month, mm. you know? So that's cool that's a cool goes, idea this goes to show i think man. it's just the game of like because that's what i want to create in my lifetime i just want everybody to win around me like not just me not just my family and friends but i want everybody to do their thing everyone, and kill take, it. everyone taking yeah. w's because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah because the, the thing is you can give every, anybody a tool yeah they're not gonna use it that's true but if you use it you deserve it there's i feel like though i mean and correct me if I, if you don't think i'm right i feel like there's people that don't want to win though no 100 percent. like there's people 100%. there's like people like dude you have every opportunity in the world and you just like don't give a fuck that's no. why we just want to complain people, there's a lot of people that want to just complain yeah. it's easier to complain and whine and hate than it is to actually make moves and do stuff and be positive. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why negativity shines. But it's just... With That's that. why negativity is the biggest thing on the internet. Yeah. True. You know, be, That's like, why the YouTube you could have, video... You could have somebody who makes a dope piece of content and maybe they spend months preparing to make that video. Maybe they spend, <laughs> a, certain, they spend a certain amount of money marketing the video yeah. and hiring actors and, you know, it's their life's work. And then the guy who says, talks the most shit or is the most creative with his shit talking gets just as much shine because he's the top comment. It's you know crazy. What I mean? It's crazy how that shit works. Yeah. yeah. Now, the- now imagine if 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 you could if you could if cryptocurrency if there was a way you downvote that fuck. No, no, oh. where 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 you could leave negative feedback, but it would cost you money to do that. Damn, like, hey, yeah. hey, go fuck yourself. Here's, here's a penny. Because then you right. know at that site, or there'd you be could, no haters. Or you could gain money by leaving positive feedback and being like, you know, genuinely liking videos and watching content. So the more content you consume, the small amount you, you start gaining in revenue. Yeah. But when you shit talk, it takes away from you. You know That's what I mean? That's crazy. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. I do think, though, that there needs to be some shit talking in the world. Oh, Person, no, for sure. Personally, I yeah. just feel like the, I don't know. I it feel like your skin. Yeah, there uh, on certain of my a couple of my different uh, posts off of Reno's fuck. I've been low key getting some hate, not hate, but just like low jabs. Like people that I know, like why the fuck are you jabbing me, bro? Like what the fuck did I do to you? But it's just like um, it's okay. Like people can have their own opinion. People can talk shit at the end of the day as long as you you care about what you're doing. That doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. And and too, you know, like haters are your motivators. Fuck it. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. All day. And we hella, hella got off topic. Yeah, I don't even know where we're at <laughs> I don't anymore. Even, I'm sorry. But no, no. That's good. This is what we want. Yeah. This is conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, well, one of the questions we had was, do you think cannabis will ever flatline? In, in like the cannabis industry? Yeah. Oh, it's doing it right now. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's a race. So, okay. I'll give you an example. Explain. So, um, July of 2017, July 1st, 2017. Uh, cannabis became recreation in Reno and it was fucking bazonkers for a year straight. Everyone, anyone that had a cannabis license was making money because everyone wanted to buy weed. Right. Um, Even if you didn't smoke weed, you wanted to buy it. Yeah, you just wanted to go check it out. Like, I, I don't care. I'll it's go. legal now. And in, in the hype was so real that, that that you were so excited that you would go back like four or five times and or or you go check out like four or five different dispensaries. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, fast forward to today, um, the cannabis industry, if you're in the industry, you kind of know that the people that produce the weed, like the actual brands, not the dispensaries, the dispensaries are always making money because people want to buy weed, but the brands themselves are not making as much money as they used to be. Cause one, it's starting to flatline. Like, like the cannabis consumption uses to like, are starting to flatline because the people who are being introduced to cannabis isn't as rapid as it was when it became recreationally illegal, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, um, my grandfather is a perfect example, right? He didn't start smoking until about three to four months. Ago. Like what I say? Three to four months ago, about a year ago. Yeah. Maybe it was a year ago. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. But, um, but you know, the, the, the amount of people that are going to jump on the cannabis train is going to slow down. Yeah, because it's become normalized. It's gonna become like alcohol. Like, oh yeah, you know, I might go get a joint. I right. might, I might go get a beer. Yeah, yeah. I might exactly. go get a bite to eat. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not. It's and that's another thing, right? That's crazy thing about like with just like drugs in general. If you make it legalized, people don't care as much about it. Yeah, right. So and so can yeah. So cannabis is gonna flatline right now. It's a, it's and so um, a perfect example is like Oregon. Um, Oregon and Washington, they have, um, they allowed unlimited licenses. So you have guys selling, literally essentially giving weed away for free, like selling, um, ounces for 20, 30 bucks where here in Nevada, they'd be like two, $300. Wow. And so it's just because, you know, they have so much product and nowhere to sell it. What is it? Like, was it Washington or was it Oregon? Like $5 gram? Yeah. No, $5 eighths. Eighths. Yeah. So how much is that here? Uh, Fifty dollars for a good day. Fucking crazy. Thirty between thirty and fifty dollars. Thirty dollars for a good deal. But it's not that way anymore, right? In Nevada. And you said Colorado. No, Oregon, the, Oregon, Oregon, Washington, Oregon, Washington. Yeah. So um, the market in in Colorado is a little bit more sustainable, but um, and that, that's because they did it more based on uh, a business side compared to Oregon. The, the structure in Oregon, Washington, is just completely different. The way Nevada did it correctly, you know. Yeah, Nevada's they, holding it, on to yeah, licenses and shit. Yeah, they're holding on to licenses. The infrastructure that they built. I mean, it, when it comes to when it comes to vices in Nevada, we know how to fucking regulate them, like gambling, drinking, prostitution, yeah. and now weed. Yeah, like we just get it. Yeah. So we know how to we know we know what the fuck we're doing when it comes to that. Um. But yeah, flat. It's for sure gonna flatline, and you can already see it. Yeah. The writing's on the I, wall. I think. I think. I think. Like any other industry, though, whether it's it's like stocks, once it popularizes, or crypto, or crypto anything, yeah. it, it has a cycle. Yeah. It has yeah. a cycle to it's, it, right? It's just yeah. Normal. I mean, think about how 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 when when Bitcoin went to twenty thousand dollars, every every coin, yes, all seventeen hundred coins, triple, quadruple, you know, went up ten times, mm-hmm. and then it went back down, it, and now it's at an all time low. Everything's like what time six low. six thousand dollars now, right now, four thousand dollars right now. Four thousand. I yeah. think it was at thirty six hundred the other day. It, it, it'd be fluctuating from like it'd be, fluctu- it'd be fluctuating. Yeah, but, I'm not worried about it. But you know, go- <laughs> bro, that's like my number. I'm not worried one. about it. Yeah, me. Either. I'm not worried I'm like, about it. It's a savings account. Bro. It's a savings account. <laughs> like you know what? I will be honest with you, bro. Crypto was my the biggest way for me to to learn to invest because before yeah, I, before I would save money mm-hmm. for three, five, six months, and then I would take it out and buy something because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I saved. You know, but yeah. I never understood long-term saving until I hit Bitcoin. Because <laughs> you would put like, let's say, put a hundred dollars in. Yeah, you're not gonna cash out a hundred dollars or fifty dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. You're waiting for it to hit a hundred and fifty, two hundred. You exactly. know what I mean? And and it will, but it's just a matter time. of time. It's yeah. a matter of time. You know, time. It, it, it maybe it, and and if you look at the graphs, it, it, it's gone up every single year. Maybe now that it's a little bit more mainstream, maybe it might take a couple of years. Maybe it take, take like five, five, years five or six to years. Yeah, you know I mean? again. yeah. And you never know. And that and you know, can and going back to cannabis, right? Like, um, not 
we're not federally legal yet. So that's, that's a, that's CBD a, is though, right? CBD is right. CBD is. And, and that's why CBD is so um, popular hyped. Yeah. yeah. Like fucking, uh, who's that chick that does, uh, that does, uh, goop. What the fuck? Oh, uh, Gwen, uh, Gwen Paltrow. Paltrow. Yeah. The, the chick, Did she get sued recently? I, I probably, I don't know. She, she lost a ton she, of money. She does the, like, like the top five things oh of every year. God. And CBD was one of them for 2018. No so, joke. Yeah. No joke. So, yeah. so she, like, she, she has a lot of feels for you. So people yeah, who are no listening and fuck. don't know who Gwyneth Paltrow is. She's the girl on Iron Man. She is, yes. uh, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, fuck out. She's Stony Stark's girl. Yeah, the redhead. She's girl. super hot. Yeah, super beautiful lady. Yeah. Um, but she has her own company called the the Good Company or the Happy Company or something like that. Yeah, the Healthy Company, whatever it is, and they sell products that essentially give you good vibes. Well, and oh she, essentially, Lord. essentially, bro, she does and essentially, she, and she does this like yearly event where she'll like talk about like the top five <laughs> trends in health and health yeah. and wellness. Yeah, and then after that goes like you you'll see everything that she like said like she like sets the trends that year. Yeah, um, like her demographic is like stay at home moms. Or, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Who has, who I'm gonna spend a hundred dollars today? Yeah, Ooh, I want some good vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. To whole, I'm gonna Whole Foods and just buy three things for three hundred dollars. Gluten free. Crazy. Yeah. Good so free. so yeah. So and good vibes. Yeah, and good vibes. So yeah. So I kind of see cannabis. You know, having a, it's gonna go federally legal, and that's gonna be really popular. And, and then it's gonna go, and back. then it's gonna go back down. And then we're gonna. And I th- I think what's gonna happen is kind of like the beer industry. We're gonna have these national players come into play, and that's gonna happen for a little bit, like how Budweiser and Miller and Coors and all these big beer brands were super hype between the '80s and '90s, and now from the 2000s on, it's been all about the craft craft beers like the small time yeah. guys and that's kind of where I see cannabis going like it's gonna go super mainstream and you're gonna have these you know you're gonna have the Budweiser the OG weed. farmers who really you think so oh it's gonna be yeah, it's, you know, and it's not even be Budweiser it's gonna be like guys like Miracle Grow and Marlboro and got like huge <laughs> fertilizer companies trying to say yeah weed's great because we can sell it because at a point you're gonna sell them like cigarettes they're gonna be in gas stations they're gonna yeah. be yeah. in Targets and Walmarts and you can go to Costco and buy it in bulk so and that's when they're <laughs> gonna come seeking a creative agency a creative agency. hopefully yeah dude hopefully I'll become the you know the Don Draper of, yeah. uh, of some, some some cannabis company well you're in the you're in the right industry right let's now. Let's hope. Let's hope. You're you're in the industry before it really booms. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And and that's cool because I get to I get the pioneer. I get to learn it. Right. Um. I get to see where it goes. And so yeah. So once it does go federally, that's going to be very interesting. And that could happen tomorrow. That could happen in ten years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, well, one of the last questions that we had. Do you want to ask it or want me to go? No, ahead you can. Turn? Okay. <laughs> if it wasn't for cannabis, like the cannabis industry, do you think you could do creative marketing in any other industry, or is it just you're 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 super passionate about just doing cannabis industry. No, I think I could do it and I could think I could do marketing in almost any industry. I think I'm pretty creative. And that's just not too my own home, but I think like if you gave if you and me sat down and you said, Hey, I have this company, can you spit me five ideas? Within ten minutes I could have five semi good ideas for you. So we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so but I think it was just kind of fate that I built a company called Reno as fuck where the same advertising rules are the same as the the industry I'm currently in. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like um uh it jump started you for Yeah, sure. a foreshadowing yeah. of what I was supposed to be doing before I even knew it. Okay. So I just think it's, you know, it's a path that I'm on and it was m- meant to be. Mm. Sick, man. Yeah. Well, thank you so Damn. much, man. Yeah. Actually, b- before we even end oh. this podcast, I know we're hitting like the hour thirty mi- uh, mark right yeah. now. Are we at hour yeah. thirty? Yeah. Damn, yeah, I've been man. talking for a minute. I, I, I didn't like, even I didn't even notice until I looked at the uh, clock and I was like, "What? Um, do you want to do a giveaway for the T-shirt?" 
Or do, do you want to wait? Or do you we can wait? do it. We can do it, or we can do a separate thing. But uh, no, let's see. I think we should do it right now. All right. It's very, very off the cuff. Um, what? How do you no, want to do it? We no, didn't even talk about this. No. So this is off. The this cuff. is off the cuff. One hundred percent. I was, I was originally gonna introduce the, uh, the wheel that we got and oh, yeah. ask people if they want to leave suggestions on things that we should put on the wheel. Let's do it. Go get it. Yeah. I'll get it. Okay. All right. So All right, just so keep leave talking. the camera on me. Okay. So for everybody who's out there looking at the podcast on YouTube and. Uh, well, I guess YouTube is the only place you can really look at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listening to the podcast, we have bought a wheel, a spinning Ooh. wheel of fortune. Wheel of fortune, I right? Saw that. It? Okay, so just so, for you guys can hear it, I want to spin it so you guys can hear it. If you're listening to the audio only, <sighs> hey, I love that noise. And we're looking to uh, basically introduce this wheel into the podcast and make it a little bit more interactive, a little <sighs> bit more engaging and fun. Um, and we want suggestions. We want you guys to leave a comment down below and tell us what should we put on the wheel. Uh, it could be like eat a jalapeno. It could be uh, you got to do the the next twenty minutes of the podcast in your Sean Connery impersonation yeah, voice. Yeah, or every sentence you say, you have to say like "Ooh, daddy" after you're done. <laughs> or talking yeah, you got to say "daddy," please, yeah. daddy, after every sentence. You know, <laughs> something like that. Make it funny. Make it innocent. Like we we won't be doing weird shit. <laughs> but maybe we will. Maybe we we'll have bugs. We you might, should, maybe you we'll have make, stuff. You should make the guests do it. Oh no no. So basically, what uh, the other thing is, we're gonna have uh, like if if anybody knows who, what Silent Library is, yes. you get these cards, right? I forgot. And about then you Silent have Library. to flip these cards that either have like we're gonna do thumbs up and a skull. So we're gonna have twenty random cards flipped over, shuffled, and when it's the we spin the wheel of uh, misfortune, and it lands on something. You're going to grab one of the cards and then we're all going to flip it over at the same time. And of course, whoever gets the skulls has to do that. So if we all get thumbs up, we don't have to do it. Yeah. We all get yeah. skulls. So it, it, it kind of makes it even more. So it's just not like, oh, we spin it and we all have to do it. It's just like, okay, you get one more chance to see what's going to happen. And it'll make it a little bit more exciting. That's hella cool. So yeah. there you go, guys. Leave a comment down below. Let us know what you want to see on the Wheel of Misfortune. And we might put it on there. And also... I think it's time we just do a giveaway, man. We've been we've been promoting yeah. giveaway for a while now, and we have not given away a T-shirt. So go ahead, drop a comment down on the video with your suggestion, and we'll give away one T-shirt in your size. Have it shipped out to you, and ready to wear by next week. I think. Yeah, yeah. white, white only though. Yeah, we only so. got white white T-shirts. But so, uh, if you guys haven't seen the white. T-shirt, you know what? With, with the magic of editing, I'm gonna go ahead and just go. Yeah. Keem has one. That's a good. That's a good. Snap. There we go. That's a good. Perfect. Snap. I don't oh, know yeah. if you could hear it, but yeah. I heard it. Leave a comment down below, and we'll use a comment generator to go ahead and pick the winner for next week. And thank you so thank much, you, Tony, yeah. for good. No, I appreciate you with guys. That, I've been begging you guys to get on the show for a while now, so. We meant to have that. you on a lot sooner, but. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. four, five, four yeah. months ago. <laughs> Sorry about Before that. we moved thank on, you. but now you got to do the podcast in the new studio, man. Thank you so much. It sounds crispy yeah, fresh. Thank yeah, you so Thank you so much for being on. Appreciate you guys. We're going to go ahead and put all your information down below in the description, but do you want to just kind of let people know where they can find you real quick? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at fulltimetony. Um, you can find me on Facebook as Anthony M. Lee um, on Twitter unfortunately I'm full time Anthony because someone has full time Tony already um, and Reno as fuck um, Reno Canna Expo Buttender Fight Club Reno yeah I'm all over the place find me on find me on full time Tony you can find the rest of my stuff peace there we go and uh, you guys heard it here first until next time we'll catch you guys on the next morning dinner later y'all every time I'm coming to get you you in the, in the goddamn refrigerator I sure am hungry